1: Welcome to the Tea for the Queen podcast, the podcast where we try to keep our sanity in an era of staying woke. We explore current events and issues through the lens of feminism, progressive thought, discussion, peace, and love. My name is Tierra Burns. I am your host and this is your episode. Okay, before we get started, have you ever thought about doing what I'm doing right now, starting your own podcast? Has anyone ever told you that it's complicated and you need a sound engineer, a studio, and all this major equipment to do so? Well, you don't need that. All you need is the Anchor app. It's free. They will pair you with sponsors that they find for you. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And let's start the show. Black girls at any given moment are told so much about themselves that are not necessarily great things. They could be and these things are not necessarily direct. They are sometimes implicit, um, the things that are bestowed upon us and things that we have to believe about ourselves. And it's important moving forward into this century, not century, but into this decade decade, but also into this century, um, that we continue to promote voices and promote the rhetoric of the magical existence of the black woman and how we how beautiful we are and how intelligent and brilliant we are so today i have on with on with me the founder of the black girl magic museum this is guys this is so it's such an amazing thing that she's doing The museum is a pop-up museum and it is full of experiences and exhibits for black women and black people really to come and enjoy themselves. I love what she is doing. We had such a great conversation about inspiring the next generation and inspiring uh, people to appreciate the Black woman and continue to love on us and for us to love on ourselves. I know that you guys will enjoy this episode. I'm rolling that tape right now, and I'm going to catch you on the other yeah. side. So um, Black Girl Magic Up Museum was created when,
2: um, for one, I'll, I've worked in nonprofit for years um, with inner-city Black youth predominantly, mm-hmm and um, this year I was going to a lot of um, pop-up museums and I just saw that there was a um, missing part we were underrepresented and I was like hey I want to create something for us so that young black girls and women could come and be a part of and so I created the Black Girl Magic pop-up museum it's going to launch November 28th in Dallas this is our pilot city um, so we're gonna start here and then um, we're gonna be here for 14 weeks and then we're going to Atlanta Georgia um, we're going to Mississippi we're going to Detroit Michigan no, that's um, not Okay, sorry. Yes, 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 yes. And we're going to Memphis, Tennessee. So those are concrete on our list for 2021. And then for 2022, we're um, looking to do Chicago, Oakland, California. So basically, yes, we want to make sure that everybody can get a taste of the magic. Um, and every city is going to have its own spin to it because we have so many amazing black people all over the U S. So we definitely want to implement some, some, some hometown touch to each city.
1: Okay. That's awesome. So what was it like, what was the moment that you said, okay, this is what I want to do. Like, what was the exact emphasis of black girl magic museum?
2: I really feel like the moment, um, just to be honest with you, Mm -hmm. where I said, I'm going to go forward and I'm not going to look back. I had been um, planning this all year. Um, I have three nieces that I love so dearly Mm -hmm. and they struggle so much with um, being black girls. And Mm -hmm. um, I mentored them. I had a subscription box based around black girls. And, you know, my siblings would tell me like, yeah, this box is good. The one time a month that they get it. And, you know, it really encouraged them and inspired them, but they're really underrepresented and they need to see not as having to stroll so much through Instagram to find someone that looked like them, but they need to see them in different, you know, um, outlooks. And I just really started creating that, you know, not to knock anything that has ever been done, but a lot of times when we go places, um, we're always showed that we're slaves or this or, you know, just different aspects. And it's like, no, we're magical. We have accomplished and overcame so much. And, you know, adversity is not anything to us anymore. And I really wanted to highlight the beauty of the Black woman. I know I couldn't cover everything because, you know, we're not a monolith, you know, we're so different. We're, you know, just there's so many things. So, I chose to cover things that I know have impacted me and my siblings, and the people around me, and the girls that I have mentored. So, that's what really made me create it um, and really push for it was um, when the situation with Breonna Taylor happened. Mm-hmm. I said, You know, I want to show people that. We are human. We have emotions. We have feelings, and we deserve so much more than being shot down in the streets, in our homes, or anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Okay. And I don't mean to preach, but I, I just have so much like passion yeah. behind
1: that. Oh, yeah. If you want to preach, trust me, you can do it. <laughs> this is the place to do it. <laughs> so, um, when someone comes into the Black Girl Muse- Black Girl Magic Museum, I keep wanting to say BGMM. That's, yes um,
2: yes or, me too me
1: too <laughs> or, um, call it, or bgm squared i do like that a lot you can you can use it if you want to if you want to do that but um, what can someone expect when they walk into the museum
2: absolutely um i'm glad you asked that question so we have um we have a total of about i say 15 rooms but some of them are props but my favorite room i have to say is um all of them, my favorite room. But the one I really love is the say my name room, and mm-hmm. it's not what everybody think it is. Um, growing up, my um, it's my mom has three girls, and mm-hmm. we all have very beautiful names. We mm-hmm. have a Dominique, a Traisha, and a Kiara. And growing up, we would, would be so ashamed of our names and when people would pronounce our names wrong we wouldn't correct them or we would give them nicknames or just whatever or you know people making fun of our names just you know the story mm-hmm. and so it really inspired me to say so say my name is saying embrace your name your name is your spirit your mm-hmm. name is your it's everything to you it builds and mold who you are and not to be ashamed of your name and it's very interactive we have a chalk wall mm-hmm. where you can write any comment that was ever made about your name on that wall and leave it there, leave it right there. When you leave out, don't even remember it anymore, Mm -hmm. you know, leave it on the wall. So that's one of my favorite walls. The other one is um, I am not my hair. And I think as black women, we all can talk about the bad hair days or the embarrassing hairstyles or just whatever we thought it would be, or even just our hair in general, you know, we get Um, Criticized for wearing wigs, for wearing braids, for being bald. You know, if we want to shave our hair bald, then there's a problem there. And we really want to teach everyone, like, I'm not my hair. I'm not your expectations. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be free with, if I want to wear a weave, if I want to wear my hair in braids, if I want to go natural, I'm still a Black woman and I still deserve to be respected. So that's one of my favorite rooms to really teach girls to love and embrace and women who they are like this is who we are and we come in different hairstyles skin color sizes and all of that so that's one of my favorite rooms and then um my third one is the dance room I have a dance background and really covering you know the different styles of Black dance and the culture Mm -hmm. and the history behind being a dancer. I love that room. So yes, we have so much. We have the melanin boxes, kind of like the Barbie boxes. You could come and be sassy in boxes. (laughs) So yes, we have everything. We have a yoga room where you come and remember to meditate. And it Mm -hmm. says peace, love, melanin up in there. So you just remember that you have to affirm yourself every morning before the day starts and that you are enough even if you don't do nothing else you are enough just the way you are so
1: yes that's absolutely beautiful so one thing that um that you know i re- recently had an interview with a, a guest actually today i've been very busy but we talked about the weight of a black woman's voice so um and we talked about how sometimes we don't re- recognize that our voices carry weight and you know with that being said we have to fight through that hurdle. So if someone comes to your to your museum, will they be able to, you know, connect with their own voice and then with their own truth and that power? Tell me if that didn't make too much sense. Does that make that, that makes sense.
2: Okay. So <laughs> well, one of the things I've been telling everyone is like I've tried to cover so much in the museum. Um Because with Black women, like you said, we have such strong, strong voices. And, Mm -hmm. you know, our our voices does have weight. And um, when you leave there, that is the expectation, that you leave with finding your voice. I hope I answered that question. Um, And you leave with some energy to continue the fight, you know. I hate to say, but it seemed like as Black women, we're always fighting. We're always fighting to prove our magic, to prove our worth. And at the Black Girl Magic Museum, we already know our worth. We already know who we are, and this is a time to honor who we are, to show how powerful we are, and to show everyone our magic without even proving anything to anyone. This is a space where we don't have to explain who we are as Black women and that we are worthy.
1: Wow. Yeah, I love that. You really put that together very well. Now, um, as you know, we do have a new vice president-elect, Senator Kamala Harris, what do you, you know, politics aside, because we could go there. What do you, yes. think, what do you think her new title and her position and even her story means for Black Girl Magic? Man, um,
2: it's so funny because she's actually on our walls. Um <gasps> Yay. We're not, we're not going to release it until opening day, though, because um, okay. we have people coming through, but. Um, I remember being in the room, making the decision to put her on the wall before we even knew she was Mm -hmm. going to be the VP. And I said, regardless, win or lose, Mm -hmm. she is one of the only ones in Congress, a woman of color in Congress. And she's so important. You know, Shirley Chisholm is also one that had um, paved the way for her to be there. Mm -hmm. And I just think now more than ever, Mm -hmm. um, Black women can accomplish anything, you know, like we, we've been able to accomplish anything but now no matter the adversities no matter what people say about us no just no matter what we're still able to overcome and I'm just I'm so proud to see that um, two of my nieces are um, biracial and to even for them to see that um, you don't have to explain things to people you don't have to prove that you are enough and that you can stand in who you are and know that you're opening doors and breaking down barriers for not even just yourself but for for other people, you know, Mm -hmm. and to also see that it gave me some strength to push on because you know, with being a business owner, some days you want to give up some days you're like, is it worth it? Mm -hmm. And I said, if she can do it, you know, the adversities and the things that she's been through, we all can. The Mm -hmm. days when we're having a bad day on our job or, you know, slander or people coming up with, um, inhumane things to say about us, we still can push through because, she did. And she showed us no matter what the whole, like literally the world, you know, the world say about you, you still can be an overcomer. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. So you talked about um, pushing through the wall as an entrepreneur, as you probably know, if you don't know, I'm gonna tell you, Black women are the largest growing group of entrepreneurs in America. Like we start businesses, like we drink water. <laughs> Essentially, that's just what we do. So when was the point that you got to the wall of, and I'm not sure if you're still working full time, because a lot of a lot of people work full time as they, you know, go into their entrepreneurial journey. Where what was the point where you hit the wall where you said, okay, either I'm gonna keep going or I'm just gonna sit? and not you know what I mean absolutely I always I I take this time
2: to really say how blessed I am um my husband has been a huge um supporter of of everything about me like I'm a free spirit. I'm such a, you know, just want to impact the black community, even for my nonprofit, he has allowed me to be able to spread my wings and create and to inspire. And um, earlier this year, well, actually in 2019, um, I told him like, hey, I work in on political campaigns also. So I feel happy to see, you know, Miss BP in office, because I came off of a campaign in March before Corona, And I was able to register 15,000 black and brown people in Texas to be able to vote. And so I said, I want this to be my last um, contract that I pick up because I want to really push forward on the mission of empowering and an uplifting black young ladies that is my purpose in life is to uplift and empower us and for him to always just be on board for my mission and the journey that god has for me has been so um phenomenal and just speaking to him and he's like go for it that was that moment in march when um COVID happened and just knowing that whatever i do he's going to support me and just really to make that push. And um, my nieces, my nieces, they're six, eight, and um, thirteen. Seeing the struggle of being black girls mm. for me. Um, one of my nieces, she just went. She was, she's eight, and she went through a really dark time of not being happy with being who she is. Mm. And I said, you know, there's not enough money in the world that I could continue to go after over doing changing the lives of little black girls we did a photo shoot on saturday and it made me realize this was my purpose those little girls we didn't tell them nothing they were putting each other's crowns on they were fixing the (laughs) crowns each other's shirts their clothes turn around let me take this off of you and this is what that was about and in march when i had my nieces i saw that in them too like it is detrimental that we Show our young girls that they are worth it and worthy. And I really just said, you know, it's now or never. You know, um COVID happened, I'm at home, there's no more excuses. I felt very accomplished registering all those people to vote in um, South Texas. And I was like, now I'm about to walk in my pur- purpose and my mission. And no matter how hard, because we all know <laughs> funds run low, you get over budget, yeah. things that you never imagined come up, come up, the people coming to attack. Everything that's being an entrepreneur, things that you didn't even budget for. Like, so I have to pay for this too? And this? I I don't, you know? So um, I knew. And then when the verdict came, um, I'm not even going to lie to you. I wanted to um, quit at one point. And when the verdict came for Breonna Taylor, that um, the wall received more justice than she did. Yeah. I said, if I have breath in my body, I'm going to push forward and finish this mission. Um, and I continue to push forward because um, I'm originally from Bluffton, Mississippi, mm-hmm. and I know the the struggles of being a black woman. And I know the struggles. It's not people think that it's so far away of injustice and segregation. You know, my one of my aunts had to drop out of school due to um, the injustice of being a black woman girl in Mississippi mm-hmm. so I knew for them I had to keep pushing for it my mom my grandmother you know uh, my grandmother's still alive she's 83 years old mm-hmm. on that day I remembered all of these people that have um overcame for me and I knew I couldn't give up no matter how hard it got so yes that's wow. why.
1: Wow, that's fantastic! Your relationship with your nieces reminds me of my great aunt. Um, she like she only had one son, but all of her nieces, all of us, I would say it's, it's at least over ten of us. We all just looked up to her, and like since she's passed away, I'm not gonna cry, but um, we have like taken like. Uh, you know, taking stock of like the influence she's had on us for our career, our education, our music, and all of us are just kind of like the type of like educated free spirit that she was. <laughs> so I just think it's really beautiful that you have that relationship and you're fostering it with your nieces. Cause um, trust me, they won't take it for granted. They may look up and be thirty like me and be like, oh my god, I'm doing this because of my aunt. She taught me how to do this. She, you know, she was really that girl. <laughs> so yeah. Fantastic. So you you worked in, uh, you said politics. Now, what do you think? Like the stories, like a lot of people don't talk about. Simone Sanders. Um, I look up to Simone. I think she's phenomenal, Um, and I love the relationship that she has with her husband as well. What do you think? People like her and oh man, Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams. Why can't I? What, what do you think they're, the, you know, them as new political figures, what, you know, what does it mean for Black girls and Black women?
2: I think it means that we could stand in any space. I think a lot, especially when I have told people I work in politics or just working on campaigns, they're really amazed. I- for my personal self, and so I think seeing like Stacey Abrams and um, Simone Sanders—is that's her name, right? Simone, yeah, Simone yes, Simone Sanders. I think you know seeing, and actually, my project manager went to school with her, so she's really wow. excited. <laughs> yes, my project manager working on this. Yes, yeah, she went. She went to um, undergrad with um, Simone Sanders. Wow. Um, but I think we now can see the the strength and how important Black women are. Like, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Stacey Abrams georgia would not be blue nope. if it wasn't for her not giving up when she was cheated out of, out of the governor's race mm-hmm. because that's a, a lot of times we get so caught up in being um disappointed and knowing that we have been treated unjust and we say okay whatever i'm just gonna go live my life but mm-hmm. stacy abrams took a situation that was meant for her to give up and she overcame. And I think that young black girls can see sometimes life don't go as planned, but we can go back to the jo- drawing board and we can come back bigger and better than ever because Stacy did that in Georgia. undeniable. And was mm-hmm. I was really in tears. Like I was literally in tears to see the impact that she has had in Georgia and the you know, she came under such fire too. And I think, you know, I know as a Black woman, we are the pillar of not only our families, but a lot of times our communities. Mm-hmm. And you know, I remember, I believe it was in 2016 when she came under attack for having student loan debt, going into default and things like that. And them not understanding that we don't have the same e- economic advantages of so many others. And that we also, when we go, higher in our careers or just in class and status we're also taking care of our families we're also sacrificing so much and that life also happens you know um unlike so many others we don't have people to run to to ask to borrow money or sometimes banks won't even give us the same interest no. rates as others and even through all of that she overcame she pushed through and didn't have any excuses and mm-hmm. Um, they're my sheroes. I would just say that. Mm-hmm. They're my sheroes. And um, 20, 2024, I will be back in the race too, to, you know, get the next person into <laughs> office, Hopefully, this Kamala running, you know, um, mm-hmm. to be whoever it is. You know, they inspired me to even say, you know, I want to be a part of it again, you know? So, yes.
1: Yeah, it's great. So, now, what? Now that we have these people who are modern day heroes, they are the ones that we look up to, and we can honestly go on and on because there's so many of us doing things in live, in action, right now in 2020, despite life being virtual still we are still creating space and what i see black girl magic museum is is it's just it's a a space for us to cultivate so what does it look like for someone who wants to continue to create space because of what i like that you mentioned you mentioned that we're not monolithic which we aren't and i like that your space your space is inclusive for all black black girls and black women so what does it look like you know to create space like what type of considerations did you have to make when you you know, you took on this endeavor? Honestly,
2: I have so many different women, um, mm-hmm. around me that we're all so different. Mm-hmm. And I, um, so I reached out to them just to get some feedback on what does it mean for them to be a black woman? Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of research too on what does it mean just in general when, when black women, no one else, cause it doesn't matter what anyone else think, thinks about us, mm-hmm. but you know, what do we think when we think of, being black and a lot of words that I heard was bold, mm-hmm. fierce, you know, um, and overcomer kept coming. Like most people, when I gave told them to give me five words, mm-hmm. overcomer was one of the main words that came through. Um, and that's some of the things that I did. I reached out to everyone to say, "Hey, give me some feedback. Why does representation i I receive over a hundred submissions from people that I know or my friends knew on what it means to them to be a black woman and why representation matters to them. And I was able to create this concept from all of us. And that's why I tell everyone, this is just not about me. It's about every black woman. And so that's also what we're gonna do. We're gonna have a um, a like an informational box for Black women to be able to fill out, to say, hey, I would love to see this concept. I Mm -hmm. think this would be a great concept for, you know, once you expand, you know, more in the Dallas market, because, you know, I want to know, you know, I want to be aware of what other Black women are thinking that I wasn't able to speak to, but Mm -hmm. even tackling mental health, you know, a lot of times in our community, we don't like to talk about mental health. Mm -hmm. We sometimes use it as a trending word, but to really say, you know, I went a week and couldn't even get out of my bed. And what does that look like? You know, um, depression, or let's really talk about self-sabotaging, you know, um, the imposter syndrome. And, you know, so I wanted to cover a lot of that. Like, you know, you can take your mat. When we walk into this door, You can take your mask off. You don't have to wear a mask. This is a safe space. And also, I was able to reach out to a lot of artists. Um, Every artist that worked on this museum was Black. Mm -hmm. And they were able to create. They were able to develop. And I told them a concept. And I said, do you? I'm not going to tell you where to put someone, how to put them. This is also your museum. So I was very conscious of making sure that everyone knew that this is for all of us across the board.
1: Wow. So I, I like that you allow people to even give ideals so that they can take part in creating the space. Now, with your with your efforts in doing that, um, and you do mean that you said take the mask off. People do have to wear their masks though, right? I am just want to. Yes. <laughs> Make sure I like
2: gotta say covid compliant, you no, know. No, we gotta yeah, yeah. If you're not taking a photo, that mask has to be on. They it are. has to. no the mask of we wanna keep those Spiritual secrets, and pretend, yes, and pretend like everything's okay and this is a safe space but not a safe space to take that mask off. (laughs) Yes. And I do want to talk about that too. So we have um, every um, room will have a sanitation station. Mm -hmm. So um, when you go in and out of the room, um, Mm -hmm. we will be, you will be able to sanitize your hands and we will frequently be wiping down all props and pens, Anything that's inside of there, it will be wiped down frequently, and we only allow twenty five people an hour.
1: Wow. Okay. That's, that's pretty. So, fun. Um,
2: yes, we we're we were like we're not going to let COVID stop us, mm. but we're going to be wise. <laughs> right. So yes.
1: Yeah. Um, and you also mentioned that, you know, you, you know, you're allowing more black women to um, who, you know, haven't had to share the same experience as you. I'm not sure if she told you, but I'm actually in the UK now. And I've learned that um, a lot of like, yeah, I've been here. It's very different. Like it's very different, but here, a lot of the black women, they like what they experience is very, very, very different. And even like, back home like our differences may be religion like orientation like where you came from where you know where you were born and how you grew up but here like they have a completely like almost different um experience so um do you plan to take this thing worldwide
2: absolutely we are looking to expand into south um africa Mm. um the uk we're looking at a couple places to go um we want to do we're um, working on developing a five-year plan and really if the people want it we're bringing it to the people you know um, every market (laughs) that needs it Mm -hmm. I have told Everyone, this is our pilot. You guys haven't seen anything yet. Um, due to COVID, we had to minimize some of the things that we were going to do. Mm-hmm. We were originally looking at having a um, between five to ten thousand square foot building, but because of COVID, we had to restructure our plans because of budget, because of who's really going to come out during this time, mm-hmm. and not. We really didn't want to go virtual because the in-house experience is one of a kind and we knew that we wanted to keep the same integrity of being in person so um Dallas is going to just be not even one third of what you're going to be experienced in 2021
1: that's fantastic so where will it be in Dallas
2: so it's actually in um Mesquite so it's 15 minutes outside of um the downtown area Mm -hmm. and um with knowing my um my real my I guess by trade, um, I have a marketing background. Mm -hmm. So I was able to research a lot. And so one of the things I saw about downtown Dallas, um, and working in nonprofit, I would say that too, I wanted a price point that everyone could afford. Mm -hmm. And even if I brought the price down to let's just say $15, Mm -hmm. um, I was cognitive of parking, Mm -hmm. of the food in the area, you know, I wanted. Um, people to be able to if they purchased tickets to be able to come and have free parking to be able to have food places that wasn't you know basically I didn't want people to come out and have to spend $300 on one outing that's not realistic for a lot of people in our Mm -hmm. communities so I wanted to make sure I put it in a location that was aware of our economic you know Mm -hmm. um situations and and that's not and what i think about when i create a business is for everyone you know we're all not struggling but we're all not rich so i wanted to be somewhere that no one was left out so that's why i chose mesquite
1: that's good yeah i like that it's accessible because if you go downtown you could spend you may spend ten dollars to get in somewhere but your parking may be 40 you know what i mean so it's it's just like (laughs) <laughs> like, what, what are you really doing but no i re- i love that you did that uh mesquite is a great central location i think for our community is central like it's easily accessible for everybody um oh my god i'm forgetting the highways is it, 35? Is it
2: 35?
1: 35 35 Yeah, i think it's yep coming off of 35 okay Ooh, i haven't been going that long <laughs> um but yeah so i i actually think that you you've covered everything i'm not sure if like it's like i sent you the questions or something but <laughs> before we go i wanted to ask you how are you doing with this year are you doing okay just a wellness check you don't have to tell me everything but as long as you know oh, you're fine oh, yes
2: well, you coming? know um this
1: year has been so interesting to
2: say mm-hmm. the least you know um but through it all i've had good spirit you know but seeing people passing from COVID. Um, mm-hmm. I love people. I don't know if you could tell through our interview, but I love people. And to see the impact of other families who have had to deal with the deaths, the unnecessary deaths of COVID. And just also, you know, with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Amar Arbery. I always say his name wrong, but um, mm-hmm. was was so hurtful to me this year. But I use my pain to turn into purpose. And that's mm-hmm. what really, has helped me to move forward to know that I'm walking in in purpose, you know, but um, this year has been tough, <laughs> but good, good, good. It's, it has stretched and grown me for sure.
1: Yeah. I think that this, Um, I, on another episode, I talked about this year, how it just kind of has been like, a, sometimes it's been the mirror that we did not want to look into. <laughs> Even if that means that we were like, Avoiding getting started on our businesses or any type of endeavors or even during our mental healing or a spiritual healing. Um, you you gotta look at it this year. You can't because you it absolutely has. I
2: have, I have been so committed to my therapist. We have become mm-hmm. best friends. I'm joking, we no, meet okay. very often. And before COVID, I would always say I would commit a little, then I'll get too busy. And now I'm realizing how you can be become so centered when you take time for yourself Mm -hmm. your mental health and your mental health is your is your wealth literally it's not even just a trending word when you are better and you're thriving mentally you can accomplish almost anything and um also becoming a habit scheduling those um, sessions with your therapist, you will see that things will work out for your good regardless. So mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that piece of becoming consistent because now she's become a part of my week. So when I become back busy in 2021, it's, it's normal now. It's normal to know that I have this hour that I have to sit down and, you know, work through some issues I might have
1: yeah i um my therapist she uh she went had to leave like for for work like indefinitely in the army at in June so I've been faring by myself <laughs> so but I'm really grateful that you've been able to incorporate it into your life and you plan on continuing um just because you know not a lot of people are doing that a lot of people think that it's a a one quick pony like you'd go one time and then you're fixed kind of like a pill, although pills don't really fix much. But I'm glad that you're, you know, you're using it regularly. So before, I'm sorry, go on. Oh no, I'm saying absolutely. I was okay. agreeing, yes. <laughs> so before we go, because you know, you you did the you did the thing, girl. But um, is there, you know, what are the uh, the other than the website? Where can you know if someone wants to get in touch with you all? Like, are you guys still taking artists? Someone who may you know have an ideal? or would that be for some of the next next cities that you guys have on?
2: Actually, we're um, looking for... Artists that have canvases that they would like to either um, so we're doing two things. If mm-hmm. you have this art piece in your house that you're like this is too good to sell, but you want others to see your art, we're mm-hmm. accepting artists in the DFW area or wherever. If you want to mail it to us, we will put it up on our wall. It mm-hmm. will come with a QR code mm-hmm. um, to go to your website so that mm-hmm. people find out more information about you. That's then funny. we also have a spot that is only for Black women. Mm -hmm. Um, So the first one is for Black women or men. The second option is only for Black women. If you have pieces of art that um, you are looking to sell, Mm -hmm. um, you can bring them to us. Um, We have contracts and everything for you. And same thing, we will get those sold for you. They can buy it at the end of the 14 weeks and we you get 100% of your proceeds. We do not take anything from it. So wow. um, yes, we just we're all about collaboration and giving back. Um, this is the time not just the year. This is the time for black women and we also have to come together and um, spread the 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 opportunities, the wealth and everything. And so if anyone wants to get in contact with us, mm-hmm. we could be reached at info at itsmymelanin.com and that's info at itsmymelanin.com.
1: I love that. If <laughs> you can't tell, it's mymelanin.com. Mm-hmm. And you guys, so I love that you guys are um, not only collaborating with the local artists, you are also um, supporting them, um, I guess you can say economically or, you know, Absolutely. fiscally. That's fantastic. So for everything else, is Black Girl Magic Museum on all of the social media accounts or? Okay. Yes, Black Girl
2: Magic Museum on all the social media accounts. Yes. Okay. We're um, we haven't really posted on Twitter, but we're on Twitter, TikTok, um, Facebook, Instagram. <laughs> I'm not huge on social media, so I'm like, which ones are we
1: on? <laughs> well, you said you have a staff, so I'm sure somebody <laughs> is all about that. That's so, <laughs> so great. Uh, yeah, and I'll follow you on TikTok. I, I don't know why I love TikTok as of lately. It's just really good, positive content. So that's cool. So yeah, um, Dominique, thank you so much. I'm so happy that, you know, we got to chat. Absolutely.
2: Anytime. Thank you so much. And I will definitely be listening to your podcast moving forward.
1: Okay. Give me one second. I need to stop the recording and then we'll check. On. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I really enjoyed black girl having the founder of black girl magic museum. Dominique was completely awesome. I hope that you guys do check out the museum. She was sending me a code and I will update the show. I just wanted to get this show out so that you guys can hear about it because it is happening in DFW. Most of you guys are from Dallas and I think it's important during this time, if you need something to do, go and do that before the museum moves to another city. Um, With that code, you'll be able to get 15% off of your entry. I will update it on the social media and the Twitter accounts. Um, In the future, I look forward to hearing from you guys. Remember to rate, review, and share this episode with someone who you think may need to hear it or will appreciate it we're getting ready to go on our vacation so towards when as december moves along um there won't be any episodes i've slowed the uh the episode production just a little bit we're preparing for a phenomenal new year with you guys thank you guys so much for listening to the tea for the queen podcast remember to check me out oh wait wait, wait. i forgot If you need, if you want to get any of our merch, you can go to teaforthequeenshop.com. If not, just check the show notes and they are in there. Um, We have some merch for you guys. 14, you can get for, not 14, but 35% off if you use the code Black Friday. I'm actually going to extend that sale through the through until the new year um thank you guys so much for listening i feel like i am rambling now but that's okay uh, remember to follow us on, at Tea for the queen on all social media platforms i hope you guys have a wonderful fantastic beginning of this new christmas season stay woke stay well and stay thriving
0: how powerful is the